Welcome back, everybody. It's Sarcasm Speaks. Uh, Jared and Bob, we have Sexy Chris here with us. It's been a little bit. It's been a while. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've talked, we talk, sure, you know, pretty frequently, but it's been a while since you've actually been on the show. Yes. Uh, was the last time in January when I had COVID, when I had the space helmet on? I think it might have been. I think, I think it was. <laughs> it was a while ago. Yeah, yeah I, I forgot about that. That was yeah. pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I think I have it again, actually. So this is uh, fantastic. <laughs> There's a there's a uh, there's a trend here. Every time mm. you're on you're on the show, maybe that can be our tagline. Yeah. Come on, somebody should look into it. Go get COVID. <laughs> well, you'll, you'll already have it. The invite, yeah, no, yeah. the invite gives it to you. I yeah. uh, I also refuse to take the test. So like, oh yeah, I may have it. I'm not. We're not. Oh, so you're lucky. Then you can't get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It only exists if you test for it. A hundred percent. Yeah. I wish I knew that. Fucking in January of this year. But yeah. Anyways. Yeah, it's definitely one of those two where uh, like I would know if I ever had it again just because of like the way I felt when I had it. And then after I had to get the sh- the vaccine for my yeah. job, oh. I got the same fucking like the chest pain thing. And I was like, all right, so now that's like a pretty distinct feature of like sure. if I ever feel that again, I know I have it. So I don't need to test myocarditis free for how many days now? Yeah, <laughs> uh, probably. I don't know, since the first week in March. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got a got a great heart. <laughs> well, you did. Well, yeah, I did until it, <laughs> until it became inflamed. Until the government got involved. Yeah, yeah. Until it till it inflamed when I got COVID in December and then inflamed again when I got the vaccine in March. You guys are already demonetized here. Sorry. <laughs> we got a strike for uh Did you really? Yeah. Well, technically it was a warning. So like your first what, you talk your first YouTube yeah. strike is a warning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This was like from a while ago. Like, yeah. It was it from back and, yeah, yeah. It was like episode, what was it, like 314 or something like that? We're on meanwhile, right now, I think this is episode 416 or something like that. I, I still just love that it was titled the sandwich conspiracy. So we spent most of we spent most of that episode speaking about what makes a sandwich and open face breads and all that crap. Yeah. And we got a strike because we did some bullshit. Yeah. Your FBI something. tracker did not appreciate yeah. it. Disagreed yeah. with you on whatever take you had on the sandwich. And it was also like nine months later. Yeah. That was the other thing. Which like I get like the amount of like the volume of videos that are uploaded to YouTube every day is like quite like literally absurd um but you're nine months behind (laughs) that's not like that doesn't give me much confidence they they were busy they were busy rigging an election they were yeah yeah (laughs) yeah they don't care about a show that has a fucking 70 subscribers (laughs) but yeah so um one of the other reasons we like we've been talking um you have uh a little bit of info. Well, I gave, I mean, we all have the info, right? It was all made aware. aware. But uh, I think we wanted to jump a little bit more into uh, the whole Twitter shit. Yeah. Well, what's your what's your knowledge on this stuff? Um, so they've done multiple days of this now, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, the first twitter file dump i think we briefly discussed where i was, yeah, I was trying to think what you guys have actually talked about so we, yeah we we only talked about i think the first, first one which the very um, first one from matt taibbi yeah yep and that was um 
basically an admission that directives were coming from the government and it's under both presidencies i believe um and when before biden was elected it was coming from his campaign um and then twitter was like actively trying to like appease that yeah and it's interesting the way that they tried to do it um because they have a policy uh saying it um violated their their hacked materials policy which um so the way that they sort of like dealt with that is that they for all of the the hunter biden shit that got shared they put up this url that said essentially like this is unsafe if you click on this this is unsafe so they couldn't (laughs) they couldn't actually ban it um or get rid of it for their hacked materials because it's not illegal to post hacked materials it's illegal to be part of the hack of the materials, but it's not illegal to post hack materials. So they sort of like, and it's interesting because this whole time they've changed their policies and changed their rules. And they do this thing called a one-off where they just do a one, one person or, or one, you know, one exemption for a specific instance. And then there's no, um, uh, like precedent for doing that before or after they just do it for whatever they want to. It's very interesting. That is, yeah, it's it's basically like they just get to make up their own rules. It's 100% what's happening. Um, yeah. And it's also <laughs> interesting, I have it I kind of all like written down here. Um, but like the second part was Barry Weiss coming out talking about the um, the blacklists and the, and it's funny because um, the people, we've all heard the word shadow banned. Right. And Twitter has said forever, like we don't shadow ban people. We don't shadow. That's ban why people. we're not famous. Because yeah, we, right. we, we got shadow banned. And they're technically, the <laughs> right. They're technically not lying because what they, they call it visibility filtering. So yeah. like you can say like in the, in the common vernacular, it's shadow banned in Twitter world and only in Twitter world, it's visibility filtering, which is the yeah, same it's, thing. It's semantics, right? Yeah, we're ar- like, we're arguing yep. semantics. It's like, I, uh, it's the same thing Fauci did. We we didn't fund gain of function research. Well, what do you define gain of function research as? Well, it's actually this other thing, and everyone in the world is like, that's kind of not what it is. But if you change the definition, yep. then I yep. guess we'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. <laughs> um, and so the other thing that was interesting is that they is that she laid out um, how t- Twitter typically handles stuff like this um with their strategic response team but there's like a higher level of that that includes jack dorsey that includes um this guy ul roth who's getting just completely shit yeah, on who it, and rightfully so piece of shit um, just sounds like yeah yeah um and so it was it was jack it was yoel it was uh this the the new ceo parag aragual i don't know if that's how you pronounce his name um, and this, they, this the, sounds good. Sounds good. Jaya Gadi, G A D D E. So it's like this higher level of, um, I guess, supervision, this like secret team of people that review stuff. There's no ticket created. There's no like any sort of formal documentation that this even exists. And this is how they sort of like backdoor um, these sort of one off decisions. Did you read about this? Uh, so I read a little bit about the the second dump from Barry. So yep. um, I did the I read through the Matt Taibbi. I read through the the Barry Weiss. 
But after the second day, I haven't like I've I've read like I've skimmed here and yep. there, but I I followed the it's, the one and two very closely, and I haven't followed the other one. Yeah, since. it is so much information. I literally spent like two hours reading through all of this last yeah. night, and I'm still like I have a very like surface level understanding. There's and then so if many... you're Tim Pool, you think it's stupid. No, my God. <laughs> you know he's so he's been so disappointing to read some of his stuff. Like, yeah, I, I like him, but uh, whatever. <laughs> um so then the 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 part three comes out on the ninth with by matt taibbi talking about um trump's removal like the first part of it mm -hmm. and essentially like twitter had this um policy for a long time i think it, they at least publicly put it out in 2018 or 2019 that said like the information that world leaders are putting out um let me see if i wrote this down uh like removing the tweets and blocking world leaders um, who have important info um, that people should see. Like they say they're essentially not going to do that. Yeah. So like, again, this is where like the exception come in, comes in when Donald Trump gets banned because it's like they have this thing in 2018 where they come out and say, we're not going to block world leaders. Um, we're not going to remove their tweets. We're not going to do X, Y, and Z. Um, and then they just go against their own shit. Again, this one-off exemption right stuff right. that they do just for a particular person yeah and is there anything on the books for that like the one-off like the one-off exemptions like is that on the books as like a thing i don't know because don't, technically right like if they have a written policy that says like we will not do this but they have this like committee that makes exceptions technically on the books they don't do that right so that so that's what i'm kind of getting at yeah. is like if they if but if they also have a written policy that there is a a, a committee that does exemptions for for shit like that then it's I don't it's know. a really sketchy way to operate and get around it, all of the bullshit it, it sounds like or at least from my reading of it it sounds like that the like the standard operating procedures was handled by this one committee and then anything that they didn't necessarily want to make public was handled by the group of four of them. Okay. And there were, and it sounds like there's essentially no rules to that. They just did whatever they wanted to do, which whatever, that's their own private company. Yeah. And the issue here to me is not, it's not that they did that stuff. It's that they're pretending to be one thing. They're saying one thing and completely doing the other. And yeah. it's like, there's no consistency. I think this is why this is, why it was so important for elon to to buy this company yeah because he can say wait like time out guys like this is not like let's get some let's resume or get some order back to this fucking chaos that you guys have created in this company right right um yeah and it, it truthfully like it's almost like lightning in a bottle right like you you needed someone you basically you didn't need someone like elon musk you needed Elon Musk to yeah. do this. You yep. needed someone who was a multi-billionaire who was non-partisan and who was more focused on truth and like bottom line shit. Like find me how many of those people actually exist in the world. And it might literally just be Elon Musk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it might be a one of one uh, situation that, that are willing to 
Exactly. Yeah. They're willing to like publicly put their face out there to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's, he's created just as an aside really quick. I know you're going to get to another point, Chris, but like, he's just created such a fascinating thing where he is like the king of renewable energy and alternative, whatever. Yeah. And now he's bad because he fucking bought Twitter. Yeah. It's unbelievable watching these people fucking spin circles. Yeah. Yeah. That I saw, who is it? uh, Who was the guy that used to be the baseball reporter? That like lost his fucking mind. Oh, Keith Oberman. Keith Oberman. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, I saw he posted a picture that was like, fuck Tesla. Tesla sucks. Check out my new car I just bought. And it was like a Chevy Volt. And everyone was like roasting him in the comments, being like, yo, your car sucks, bro. Like Tesla's, <laughs> Teslas are way better. <laughs> it's a supreme vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the, the the interesting, another interesting part to the, the third twitter files is that it goes into a little bit with how twitter partnered with outside agencies outside agencies being the fbi department of homeland security yeah which um, is a bit and there problem. was some inner conversation between some people um about the, that particular phrasing of partnered with or or consulting experts on or whatever it was um and it, you know this should struck me as a taxpaying citizen who, you know, we pay for the FBI, right? Right. Um, the FBI has a team of, and I think I have it on part four, but it's essentially 80 people that are devoted strictly to social media, right? And what wow. they were doing is that you have FBI agents that are monitoring Twitter accounts and sending those accounts to people at Twitter and saying, hey, I think this violates your, your terms of service. No way. So you have people working for the fucking government that so are, that joke about like the FBI guy in your phone actually isn't no, no, that oh, far off. Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Um so and one of them, so this was this was prior to the January 6th stuff. They break it down because there's like the pre-J6 and then the post-J6. So Matt Taibbi has the pre-J6, and then I think Michael Schellenberger has the post. Um so the they were post people were posting stories about like election election integrity um and some people were questioning like the validity of the mail-in ballots and so the fbi gets a hold of this and starts pushing and and trying to influence twitter to say hey mail-in voting is safe like we don't want people out there saying that you know mail-in voting mail-in votes aren't getting counted and all the shit um so what they ended up doing what twitter ended up caving to the fbi's pressure and essentially Anytime somebody posted a story that was questioning mail-in voting, Twitter would add a URL that said, here's why mail-in voting is safe. And like an additional click this link. Okay. Okay. Kind of like the the fact checking at the bottom. Yes. At the request of the FBI. Again, what are we doing here? Yeah. Um, And it's interesting also that and and he was very clear. Matt Taibbi was very clear. He said that nothing came in from the Trump campaign about the elections. Nothing. They didn't ask him to do anything. There was certainly some influence on either side. Um, and I think part of the first files that were released, um, they go into like the actual monetary breakdown of who's giving money to where. And it's like 98 point something percent of contributions from Twitter were to Democrats. It was almost a million dollars. So like to even, and it was like point one point five percent or something fucking stupid um, 
to Republicans. Just the the difference in, um, I guess, sway or opinion of yeah. people that work there um, and which way they lean politically. All right. Yeah. Which is, again, is fine. Um, but it's sort of like all puts, it puts all of this together. Uh, right. Right. And it, clearly. it, 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 um, it sets up for like a very weird thing. Right. So, so as you're talking and I'm thinking too, right. Like, like you said, it's a private company. You can do whatever, like people have political leanings, affiliations, whatever, like, but it's weird and it gets sketchy when it's a thing like Twitter, that is a social platform. Right. So take a company like Halliburton. I would imagine that something similar, right? Like 98.6% of, you know, people at Halliburton are probably Republican, right? Or conservative on the conservative side. But Halliburton doesn't, it's not like a, a speech platform, right? Like you, we don't go on to like Halliburton.com to be right. like, oh, dude, I fucking hate the Patriots. They suck so bad. Matt Patricia's a fat piece of shit. Like, Halliburton is is quite literally just a private company, or I don't know if they're public or private, to be honest, but you know what I mean? Like, and yeah, obviously someone could make an argument like it's, you know, they're warmongers, whatever. I, and they're not wrong, right? Like, I'm not saying Halliburton is a good company, but it's like the first one that popped into my mind that like Twitter is very super left. Like there are companies that are very super right also, but like none of them have to do with Con creating content yeah. on and the internet releasing news and, and right 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 um so yeah so that brings us to number four which was michael schellenberger on the 10th of december um and that was the thing i brought up before with it when they released that um twitter released that statement in 2018 that says you know blocking the world leaders is not we're not going to do that because what right. they're saying is important right um and then it, I, I think part of or, or what is important for this part is that between January 4th and January 8th, uh, Jack Dorsey was out of the country. He was in France on vacation. So what ended up happening was like he was sort of like being kept in the loop. But a lot of the main stuff at Twitter was actually getting run by this Yoel Roth guy. And he is like anti-Trump to the bone. Like he's he was. Yeah essentially where all of not i don't say all of it started but he was really the catalyst that sort of like pushed this over the edge and got got trump banned um so let me look through here so he, he's also so trump, a huge piece of shit which i know you said we'll get to but well i mean just i'm gonna general, keep like, i'm gonna keep reiterating that he's a piece of shit yeah i mean uh, but it's, it's, i don't it's know just if you, like, know, you heard anything about him but he's uh big time uh uh he's a he's a Allegedly, all things point to uh, pedophilia. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. This is the new, um, that's the new, what's the rule when everything devolves into Hitler in a conversation? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's yeah. the new, like, and now yeah. it all devolves into, oh, you're a fucking. Someone, someone like pulled up a bunch of his, his tweets and stuff that were like super questionable. Chris, did you see any of these? Uh, I've seen, I don't know what you're referring to specifically but there's like people went like digging through his twitter and like sure. found old tweets that were talking about like why like it's okay for 14 year olds to have sex and like it's a lot it was a lot of like not outwardly explicit like he's not part of fucking nambla 
or anything, right? Like he wasn't like that, but like his tweets were kind of on the edge of the whole yeah, just uh, child softening the boundaries. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay, groomer. <laughs> yeah, right. There you go. Um, so Trump releases a thing on January 6th, the, the tweet on January 6th. And on the 8th, he gets banned for risk of further incitement to violence. Um, and so essentially the internal conversation at Twitter was about how his tweets were being interpreted and received. Um, so like, conf- I don't know if I'm using the right word, conf- conflating outcome with intent. Like, and Twitter had already, th- this is a contradiction of what they had said in the past where they said something to the effect of in 2019 that obviously they can't possibly make decisions based on every possible interpretation of someone's tweets. So they're not going to ban people based on interpretation. Yeah. And the stuff that he, I don't have it in front of me. Um, I don't have exactly, but the the stuff that he released on January 8th, he already got the strike on January 6th. And then the stuff on January 8th was so minor. It was, I don't, shit, I didn't write it down. Um, But I looked at it, I was like, this is fucking wild that. uh, It was like, it was, oh, here it is. It's like Something the OJ about, thing, right? Like OJ got off on the murder, but he went to jail for 10 years for like theft or whatever, or armed robbery. It, it was something like he you know what I mean? referred. It's like they, they tried to get him on January 8th for whatever the fuck else he did for like a back date to the six. Like it, it it's just all well, sketchy and dumb shit. The, the, the banning of him ultimately was not specifically for what he said on January 8th, it was a totality of everything that he had done total, which again is not something that they do. Right. Um, you, they, they are supposed to address each individual strike for the content in that, in the particular tweet or whatever, whatever the release of information is. Um, but they took this again, just this one off with Trump um, that they took the, the total totality of everything that he had tweeted and, and sort of like the, the, incitement to violence quote unquote um and used the term because trump used the term american patriots and they twitter interpreted that as rioters so that was their incitement to violence like he said something like american patriots like stand up and and don't go home whatever but i don't know right 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 um and they ended up banning him um and then in part five barry talks about um some of the other world leaders that had legitimately said really fucked up shit. Um, <laughs> so it, the, uh, the Ayatollah of Iran, Ayatollah Khamenei um, yeah. said Israel's a cancer and must be removed. He's okay. He's still right. good. Tweet's still there. He's still got his account running. The former Malaysian prime minister said um, that it would be justified to kill millions of French people. Um, but just, <laughs> just like this, and, and there's there was a whole list of them of just like all of this wild shit where you know world leaders are saying so much worse stuff that's not even an interpretation. Like this is literally what they're saying, right? Um, and again, I'm not I'm not sitting here like justifying anything that Trump has done 
and will do in the future. Who the fuck knows? But uh, it's just the the you know same similar to the Alex Jones thing where they just kind of like picked him and we're like, no, we're done here, and we're gonna find we're gonna create new rules so that you're not on our platform anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, the another interesting part about that at least that I found interesting was that the following day after Trump gets banned, so I think January 9th, there's a bunch of internal Twitter dialogue. They use this uh, program called Slack. I'm not familiar with it, but it's some yeah. sort of internal communication thing. Yeah, yeah. Where they're like all celebrating with each other that Trump gets banned. Um, and then so they essentially like, we're going after the COVID misinformation people next or the vaccine misinformation people. Um, so like, again, on this like, you know, social justice crusade to rid the world of people that have different opinions in them. Yeah. It's it's also like um, really fucking stupid for these people to put this stuff in a workplace chat room. Basically it's what it is. Yeah. Slack is like, I like, I don't know if you're familiar with Microsoft teams, but it's basically the same you know, thing. It as keeps like popping up on my goddamn chat. computer every five fucking minutes. Yeah, I don't know anything about it, but it's annoying. It's an internal um, communication uh, program, right? Like I use it for my job. Like we just fucking message each other on Microsoft Teams, right? But it's like, I would never put something on that that is like, I, I don't know, it, not only just inappropriate, but like I wouldn't conspire against other employees that I work with on a teams chat or like yeah. a slack channel you know yeah. what i mean like that's just that doesn't bad, bad form yeah that's just dumb like yeah. do it on a on your private phone right. like via text message or yeah. like through a phone call <laughs> or something like i don't know like maybe because we are um a little bit older than than most of like the the tech savvy world You'd assume but like when we were growing up it was don't put that shit on the internet. Like if, and you watch movies, right? Like you watch mob movies and it's like, you know, you don't, you never talk on the phone. Right. Like you meet face to face. Like it's, it's, it's little things like that. Like you, you don't do that. You don't, you don't put your conspiracy on the fucking internal teams chat. You, you fucking say, Hey, do you want to meet for lunch? Yeah. All right, cool. And then while right. you're at lunch, you talk about it yeah. in person together. And you talk all the shit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Like, I don't know. To me, it seems like common sense, but apparently these people are fucking morons. Well, now fucking how many percent of them don't work there anymore? So, yeah, um, that's true. And the last part that just came out on the 16th from Matt Taibbi, um, just more connections between the FBI and, and the FBI San Francisco office, particularly um, talking about election uh, misinformation tweets and i think the funniest part and let me go back a little bit to the initial tweet that trump posted on january 6th that was caused all the problems is that twitter was then battling because they banned that tweet but then people had screenshotted it and then they would repost it and so twitter got into this weird like fighting with each other they didn't know what to do with themselves because they banned the tweet and they banned the tweet from being reposted even though some of the people that were reposting it were saying were like critical of trump so it was like they were reposting it to talk shit about him, but they 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 couldn't figure out how to like allow it 
for one side, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Without being blatantly, blatantly yeah, without yeah. blatantly like allowing it. Yeah. Um, so the last piece of this, uh, the FBI assistant uh, special agent in charge in the San Francisco office, his name is Elvis Chan. Um, I just thought it was funny. Pronouns in the bio, he, him, his. <laughs> Not so, his majesty? Nope. Nope. Just he, him, his. That's there's nothing. I have nothing else to add or contribute to Elvis Chan other than his pronouns are he, him, his. Uh, but he was one of the guys that was working back and forth with uh, with immediately on, on... Uh, discredited. <laughs> what did I fuck? I forget what Dan Holloway says all the time, but he's like anybody with pronouns in their bio is not worth your time. Like they they've they've <laughs> automatically announced themselves as being mor- morons. So you don't need you're not required to speak to them. <laughs> my this has been a again i am in the touchy feely graduate program right now where this is i mean i'm telling you man it this this shit is wild um every like i just i, I had a new class that i started in september and uh it was we met four times in person it's the best class i've had so far but it always starts with put your name on a name tag and put your pronouns on your name tag Ugh. and i've not got the balls yet because i can legitimately get thrown out of this program um <laughs> I'm, I'm being serious like that yeah, can happen yeah, yeah um for being salty or whatever for um, for being, having no, my, literally for being like a non-conformist for having my own brain yeah yeah um, yeah so i play along it's 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 fine um but it's just like oh my fucking god and i i love i love the they thems they're my favorite um I I've not had the occasion to actually refer to someone as a they them. Um, I I I can't see that part of it is always weird to me. It's like, so do you think that you're more than one person? Mm. Like you're know. you want to be a they them. So like, are you? Is this like a uh, like a split scenario? Like with James McAvoy? Like are are you Patricia and also fucking the Beast? <laughs> And like all of these things, like I don't, or are you just trying to be like, I don't need pronouns yeah. to be gendered. So like, call me they, it's like, all right, well, why not go with one of those made up ones? Like Zim and Zer, right? Like, why not use one of those? Like, why, why, what you don't, that's not good enough for you. You want to be, a they? you know, like, I would love to like have a conversation with one of them and find no, out why. Well, yeah, you're right. But I would want to find out why they chose they, them and not want to like the fake made up ones. Why? Because it gets someone to talk to them and ask yeah, them a question too. It makes like, them feel hey, like important. Why do you go? Actually, that's probably insulting to ask somebody why they chose those particular pronouns. Though I've learned it is never impolite to ask someone their pronouns. That's something I have learned. <laughs> you don't want to assume it's never impolite to ask. I might just start asking random people what their pronouns are. Just going around. <laughs> what are your I'm all for it. I wonder how many people would even fucking know. Because not well, everyone pays attention to this shit. Like the young kids would. You know what I mean? Like the kids at the gym would, they would get it because this is the world that they're growing up in. Right. But like the adults would be like, what? Yeah, what the fuck, fuck off? Are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. Pronouns. Uh, pronouns yeah. are it's... fuck and you. Yeah. And it's so funny because like, I, I recognize that like, I am 
like I'm almost 40 years old. This is not the world I should be operating in, <laughs> but it now is the world right. that I'm operating in. So it's, right. it's in my face all the time. And it's funny because they're not funny, but if you're looking for this stuff, it's everywhere. Yeah. And it's like at work, we get um, the like local newspaper and I am constantly cutting articles out about all of this shit. I'm just, you know, old school cutting articles out about, about things, but anytime it's trans, anytime it's um, diversity, equity, inclusion, anytime it's like somebody's racist for doing X, Y, and Z, I'm cutting it out of the newspaper. Cause this is really in your face all of the time. If you're looking right. for it, if you're not paying attention to it, then it's not, but right, um, right. if you know what to look for and you know, sort of like what the, what the trigger words are and what those um, like it's everywhere. It's everywhere now. Yeah, it is. It is. It's uh, it's weird. It's. I don't want to say it's an indoctrination because I think that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but I think it's like approaching an indoctrination. Right now, like it's, I'm going to push back on that. Why do you think it's an attempted? Like why? Do you, like, like I think they're trying. Like yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do think that they're trying to. The same thing with like normalizing kids going to a fucking drag show, oh, right? It's yeah. like, oh, it's a family friendly drag show. Yeah. So is yep. Jumbo Shrimp, right? Like, fuck off. It's an, that's that's an oxymoron. There's no such thing as a family friendly drag show. They just but had one like, of those in Concord up here um, a couple weeks ago. Again, I cut the article out of the newspaper. Um, it was at one of the coffee shops and um, it was a drag um drag queen story time with kids yeah and yeah. Uh, it's like it's like what it's because to me and, and this is where i don't i don't know if they're maybe i'm just ignorant to all of this like there's a very big difference between somebody who's who is transgendered and a drag queen like yes. a drag queen as far as i know has always been like historically i should say always but historically my understanding has been that's a gay dude that likes to dress up as you know a very like over the top woman with like huge fake boobs and like the yeah. makeup and the hair and all of that stuff. Like that's a different thing. Right. Than somebody like a Caitlyn Jenner. That's a very different thing. Yeah. And it's typically to me, those have always been very like sexual in nature. You know what I mean? So yeah. like to say that like, Oh, we're supporting the trans community or the LGBTQ, whatever. Um, because we're having kids at drag shows that makes those two things don't connect to me. I don't understand what the, where the connection is there. Yeah. I truthfully don't either. Like you don't see drag Queens just walking around in the street. Like that's not a thing. At least I don't, I don't know where you guys live, but one, yeah. one, pl one place I've seen that and it's uh, P town. That's it. Yeah. But that's like a show. That's a performance. That's yeah. a, that's a costume. That's their job. Yeah. Like right. it's, it's a very strange thing. And yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I just don't, I don't understand why yeah, we're, it's, we're throwing it's, the, the pink and blue flag up when we're having these, these drag shows and it's like, man, this it is would not, be, yeah, it's, it's, it's super weird to me. And it's like, that's the hill you want to die on. Right. Like it, and I, I can, I have nothing against like the whole transgender thing. Like if right. people want to get behind that and teach kids at a younger age, what transgenderism is, I'm 100% on board with that. Like, let them understand what it is is also very different than 
oh, there's a boy that likes to play with dolls. Oh, that means he's really a girl, a transgender. He's really a girl. It's like, no, maybe he just likes dolls. Maybe he's going to be gay or is gay, right? Like, yeah. you, you know, it, it is what it is. Like, you know, it's not like you become <clears throat> gay. You're, you're, so it's like, there are so many other possibilities. Why are you going to sit there and pigeonhole? Just let the kid do whatever the kid's going to do. Yeah. Let the and kid if you want to, if you explain like what exists, maybe that resonates with the kid and maybe the kid gets to be, you know, 14, 15 years old and goes, you know what? I, I think maybe I am like, I do feel like I'm supposed to be a girl and it's like, all right, cool. Like do whatever you want to do, change your name, dress how you want, do what, you know, like I'm cool with that. Like let everyone do, do like, I'm, I'm very, um, I guess libertarian when it comes to that sort of thing, like, cool, everyone, you can, you should be able to do whatever you want to do, but like, it gets weird when you start forcing that shit on people and like, oh, you don't agree with uh, family-friendly drag shows? It's because you're a transphobe. Right. And it's like, no, no, that's not, uh, it's not, <laughs> not quite how this works here. You know, like, I don't know, like you said, like there's, it's a very sexualized thing. Like, would you take a kid to a strip club? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't take my, my kid to a friggin' like burlesque show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Would you take your kid? There's also like movies, right? Like you wouldn't take a seven-year-old to go see Deadpool, right? Like it's, it's like, it's that like, but you're going to take the same seven-year-old that you're not going to watch, let watch Deadpool. And you're going to take him to like a sexualized fucking show. Like what? I where like, where's like, there's the the disconnect here. I don't see the connection. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. People are fucking cunts. Bob, does like, this not impact your daily life? It does not. Yeah. <laughs> in any way. I'm, I mean, I'm wait, technically, I'm honestly, it doesn't impact mine either. I don't have I, children, but. Yeah, I also sometimes I just can't be like, I cannot pay attention to what some of the, yeah. like what these people have to say. It's just too much. But no, there'll be a time where someone will come to me and it'll be a, a they, them or, a you know. We don't really quite know what this one is. It's yeah. like good. Identify how, as a dragonfly. How, how would you like me to treat it? Like, yeah, because like, and that's and that's how I'll be. Is like if someone comes in, it's like I'm gonna. Oh, yo, you need to be a thousand percent honest with me. I go, how do you expect me to act and treat you? Well, right. what do you mean? It's like, hey, you know what? Then maybe this isn't the right place for you. Yeah. Like, what do you mean you wouldn't pick a cake for the gay couple? <laughs> they just went a lawsuit i just saw something about that i think they just oh, went really? a lawsuit. yeah i think that i think that huh. uh, i think so don't call me on that. i would be interested maybe maybe this is uh maybe this is something for you in your grad program right now is it what is it a, a, a section of psychology or is it general it's, psych is it's school counseling so it's very okay oh. So oh. I have a I have a proposal for you that <laughs> when it when it comes time for whatever like research project you have to do and also you don't obviously don't have to do this because this would require actual research versus like whatever other thing you could probably do to get by yeah. just to get the degree because at least Bob and I have been through grad school like it's uh-huh. it's not that it's not that I, I don't think I'll stop you before I don't think I actually have to do any like actual I don't, maybe I do but I don't think uh, in terms of like the heavy lifting of sending out surveys and all that shit, like actual yeah, research, yeah. I don't think so. Right, but go on. Right. So I would be super interested, and 
I, I, I'm, truthfully, I don't have the time to search to see if this exists, but I would love to know the percentage of children. So anyone under the age of 18 that identifies as a transgender and their involvement in sports. And I would say, uh, let's, let's focus on team sports. We could get nitty gritty, right? But like, like, because so the way I think about it, right, is if you're involved in a team sport, you feel like you belong to a group, right? You feel like you belong somewhere. Like, this is my team. Your team could suck, right? I played football in high school and the team was absolute fucking trash. We won five games my senior year and it was more than like the previous seven years combined. Like, but I still am like best friends with the kids that I played football with in high school still to this day. They're like the only friends I still really have that are close. Like I'm curious as to the people that identify as transgender, does any of it have to do with the fact that they feel like they don't belong anywhere? And by being transgender, now they're part of a group. Now yeah, they feel another, like they belong yeah. somewhere. Like now they're no longer by themselves, right? Like I'm, I'm just th- yeah. It, that, I think that I know what you're saying. Me. It's like it's kind of like because the kids and I, I, I've seen what I think you're referring to is like kind of these kids that we went to high school with that were kind of like the lost souls, like the you know yeah, I don't so know, like the we, emo every kids, generation like, every generation had their thing right our generation it was yeah. goth and emo there's a goth like, and emo yeah yeah and oh, like and it's yes I, and i i without having obviously done the research but i completely understand where that would be a thing because all of yeah. a sudden you have something to belong to you have a community you have people that um like share your same opinions and feelings on things even right. though it's like it, you know and there's there's such a low barrier to entry on that like you don't you know what i mean like all you need to do yeah is you don't even have to words. prove anything right there's like, no no i'm tra- no, i feel like a woman i'm yeah, there's no barrier to entry you just say exactly. a couple words and you're in yep. Yep. um and you're all, all automatically getting all this attention and special treatment and um you know and then you have part of that as well is like being able to speak against speak out against the others who yeah, are you're it's in, it's empowering yes yeah you're it's you're giving power yeah. to someone it, who normally feels powerless it's yeah it's, it's giving people that are probably probably look at themselves in like a victim mentality some sort of power over something whatever that is yeah because um, what what made me just think of that right now was what bob had just said that he said he's never encountered that in the gym and i mean you, e- easton is not a right wing no. area like easton is very flaky liberal yeah. granola you know what i mean like and to not encounter that situation yet in a place where it would by all statistical probabilities right. be very relevant yeah that just that just like set a light bulb light bulb up in my head being like well why and then I saw. I thought, like, well, now, he works with a special population that yeah, is it, athletes. It, it's also a little different because I am a for-profit, private, specialized business. So, right, yeah. right. Your pool is very small. Yeah, like that's the thing is out of 
if if it's statistically low, <laughs> like trans participation in sport, then my my encounterments are going to be close closest to zero because right. I only get a fraction of a percentage of the area. And if that fraction is just bad, if, if an already small number has just been fractioned, like, yeah. Now, if you were the drama teacher or the music teacher, yep, you'll see in a different, right, right, different situation. Yeah. So it's like, it's that's, it's in, it or would like, be, a, it's a very fascinating social the experiment. Anime yeah. Where like all it is, is um, it's observational psychology. You don't, you're not actually doing anything. You're yeah. just recording like, where are these people? Yeah. And where the, do they? The pool? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I also think it's, it's a hard, like the sport thing's hard because in the NCAA, they don't really know what to do because um, any male that goes to female and then starts competing has been a fucking, it's been comical to this point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is this is headed for disaster for sure. It's it's completely like taking I try to think of an analogy, like a nuclear bomb to fucking Title Nine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really, I forget where I forget where I heard it or what I what podcast I was listening to or whatever, but the someone was talking about like the full blown like transgender absolutists are actually misogynistic like at its yes. core yeah like at its core that is misogyny right because like it, it just, just it in particular they were talking about leah thomas right and they were like anyone that would sit there and look at leah thomas who was like a six foot three jacked dude who then like you said low barrier to entry is like i'm a woman now now competes as a woman yep. and absolutely blows the fucking doors off of it, everything that is detrimental to women. That's <laughs> like your, that is misogyny. That's your toxic masculinity, bud. Like it's a, <laughs> it, it's a complete masculine flex on women. That's all that yeah. that is. Yeah. 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 I don't know about other like sex. I don't know. Cause, but sports women are the only ones who suffer for that. Yeah. yeah, biological women. Just so we're clear. Sorry. <laughs> what is a woman? <laughs> yeah, we don't know. It's true. <laughs> now, Walsh made a whole movie about that. <laughs> let's change gears here for a second. Um, do you guys deal with like home homeless populations where you live? Do you have homeless populations? No, uh, not really. No, you're lucky. I was to say so. The obviously the city <laughs> the city has it. Um, right. I definitely city, see them. Mean, do you mean Boston? What do you mean for yeah, city? Boston. Okay. Of course. Yeah. So Boston has it bad. And then I think there might be two homeless people in Dedham, which um is a Boston suburb, which is next to where I live. So other than that, no. Okay. Um, so that's been a big hot topic up here for a while. Um, and they just again reading and cutting out articles in the newspaper. Um so the city of Concord. Um, just had to spend thirty five or thirty six thousand dollars cleaning up a homeless encampment. Now we're like, I'm talking, I'm not talking about Skid Row type stuff, yeah. But it's like, let them stay there for long enough, and that's what it will be. It's yeah. like 
massive communities of tents and um yeah. it's not a tent all, city yet but it's a tent yeah village. i mean it is it, it's <laughs> it's more like yeah like a tent village is that what you said yeah, yeah. it's like a tent village <laughs> yeah yeah so you'll get like clusters of these things it's a tent and hoa <laughs> yeah uh so like you'll get clusters of these things on different you know in the woods they're always near rivers um but like and in a the van city down by the river yeah the city allows <laughs> these things to go on for a you know essentially through the summertime and then it's always like in the fall they go in and clean them up right and then they have to have these professional cleaning crews go in at the price tag of excuse me thirty five thousand dollars to the taxpayers of concord because they have to go in fucking hazmat suits because there's shit everywhere and I was just, I just saw that they're they're projecting the next one they have to do on a, in another area of the city that's like sixty six thousand dollars. Like, yeah, I don't understand like what. <clears throat> and I get it. Did you listen to the to the not the most recent Rogan, but the one where he talks to uh, Max? No, that's not his name. What the fuck is his name? The guy that does the documentaries, um, Soft White Underbelly. Um, no, that's truthfully, I haven't. Fantastic. I haven't listened to. Um, to rogan in a little bit yeah well that's a good one um talking about the homeless stuff and it's just again you guys aren't dealing with it but it's something that like i see on a fairly regular basis up here well, so we have like in boston specifically yeah you'll get a couple people in the common whatever but um down on mass ave in i think it, i think technically it's dorchester before you get to downtown um the like they call this the mass and cast boulevard or the the corner of mass and cast whatever the fuck and they got the tents they've got entire side streets um it's a fucking mess and i think what they're just trying to do is just trying to keep it contained to that one area yeah because they did they tried to branch away and that actually did get cleaned up and demolished um but like the the, the homeless thing's interesting because i i don't <laughs> I just like there's thoughts that go through my head because number one, first and foremost, I'm like, this isn't right. What like what is happening is not right. Like they shouldn't just be like people shouldn't just be allowed to sit out there and do drugs. Yeah. Why are you camping on the fucking sidewalk? That's true. Yeah, like that's that, sh that yeah. should be wrong. <clears throat> but when you let it get to a critical mass, now where are you gonna put all these people? Because you but, can't put them all in jail. I don't and think. here's the thing, and this is where like where I start looking at it is like you're not getting it, this is an accumulation this is not oh we're getting 15 people to move in at one time this is a slow drip of right one comes in then another one comes in why aren't we shutting the shit down at one why right. are we even allowing this to happen well because then you because so like, ultimately what you get is what's happening in boston now you can't do anything because yeah, yeah. it becomes there, too much there are too many because they would overwhelm like they would overwhelm the prison system, the legal system, the police forces. I mean, yeah, fucking it, cruises it, there it's, all the time it's, now. It's but. real bad over by um, BMC. Like yeah. there's Crosstown Ave, and then obviously Mass Ave right there. Like that is because um, there's the fuck. I don't think it's the Pine Street Inn, but there's a uh, uh, some sort of homeless shelter. Um, right there on the corner, right across the street from Boston Medical Center. And so that's where they all fucking hang out. Yeah. 
because as soon as the doors open, they all go in, you know, get their meals, whatever, and then they come out and then they just leave trash it, all and over they the won't, fucking sidewalk. They won't stay in those shelters though. No, no, so you, you can build sober. You could yeah. right there. You go. So you can build all of the homeless shelters in the world. They're not going to get used because right. and you know these. This is going to sound harsh, but like there's addiction in every single one of them. There, this these are not people that are down on their luck that lost their job or whatever there there's addiction in every single one of these people and if it's not addiction it's like severe mental illness right and like again you there's can, a reason have, why they yes. are chronically homeless right like some people do get down on their luck right you know they get evicted from wherever and you know they might become homeless for a little bit but anyone that's willing and, and able most likely is going to find a way to, even if it's right. literally getting a job at McDonald's and living yep. out of their car, yep. like they'll do that over, you know, sitting outside of the homeless it's, shelter doing heroin. It's wild, man. Like, and it's just the money that gets pumped into the, 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 I don't know what you would call it. Like the homeless problem that they're trying to solve. That's never been solved ever. Yeah because it's so multi-tiered like you can't just it's not just about creating a place for these people to go you have to treat their drug addiction you have to treat their alcoholism you have to treat their mental illness you have to do all of these things and then right. strip them down to the base layer of maybe there's a human in there somewhere and then you might be able to like get them back on track into like normal functioning society maybe Right. And how much how much money have you pumped into somebody to to be able to do even to get them to that point? Yeah, it's interesting. So uh, before I the, the before I say the, the thought that I just had, um, that is basically Schellenberger's whole thing. Right. Like with San Francisco, San Francisco, like the book that he wrote and all that stuff, like the homeless problem isn't as simple as like, oh, just make more shelters because right. they, no, they're not going to stay there. Even in Boston, like you have to treat there's a the bed problem. for every homeless person right now in Boston. Right, right. But you got to be sober if you go. And that's yeah, the yeah. problem. So the the thought that I had was um, it's it's interesting how and now to be fair, I was not alive during this time. Um, but in the 70s and the 80s, I think it was mostly the 80s when there was that big push to close what what we called them at the time was insane asylums. I think it was before like, then. That's it was a very like nineteen seventy two. It's a very like whatever. It's a non PC term, but like fuck off. But like yep. they were for colloquial colloquially known as insane asylums. They closed all of those in like sweeping fucking right. everywhere. They, they passed a law, right. And then all of a sudden, what happens? All of these major cities have massive fucking homeless problems. And it's like, well, did the homeless problems exist before? Yeah, probably. But were they as bad? This, I don't think so. so. And like I said, I wasn't born at this time. So I this, can't sit here and be like, yeah, when I was a kid, it was different. No, so what happened then, I don't, I don't remember. I had to write about this um, a few months ago. Um, was it, it was Reagan, the, 70s. the Reagan administration? I thought it was Jimmy Carter. Okay, maybe um, it was. Either way, I'm not sure. I don't remember exactly. It does. It doesn't yeah. matter. But um, so I will draw a parallel to this. Um, so what they did was they released all of these people into society without having 
the infrastructure to be able to handle them. They didn't have the community mental health centers. They didn't have the doctors. They didn't have the any of the stuff to be able to accommodate these people that were like, that's cool that you're not living in, an, in a mental institution right now, you know, you know, banging your head against the wall for 23 hours a day. Um, but now you're in society and now we don't have the capacity or the ability to deal with you. And you're essentially letting people that really like maybe they're not because now now the only way you can lock people up is if they're a danger to themselves or danger to others. Right. Um, there's a lot of gray area in between that for people with mental illness that maybe they're not a danger to themselves directly or, or another person uh, directly, but they really can't fucking take care of themselves either. Yeah. Um, and so the parallel that I'll draw is how the Biden administration is now saying, or was it um, with the electric vehicles? Like they're saying no more um, gas powered cars. This is just California. Is this, is this all? I think it's just California by 2035. Think, yeah, Cal California, yeah, California, California okay, by 2035. We'll take yeah. Biden out of it. Massachusetts so, wants to do something. Yeah, like I was going to say, I think, that, I think this is the push that, that Biden wants to go to. Um, so actually in California where you're saying no more gas powered vehicles as of whatever year it is, that's great. But you're making, you're, you're taking these steps to eliminate that before you have the proper infrastructure in place. So the, right. it, I'm not saying the same thing is going to happen, but you are putting the cart way before the horse with any of this shit. Like you have this great idea and you're trying to make that happen and, and implement all of these things when you haven't set it up correctly to be able to do that. Right, right. What it should be is by 2035, we want to make sure we have infrastructure across the state to support a statewide system. And then once that's achieved, then we'll reconvene and vote on yeah. making gas powered right. cars right. illegal. Yep. You know what I mean? And like it, it, that's, that's the logical way to do it. And this is the thing with like him shutting down the pipeline, like his first or second day in office, whenever it was, it's like, you're, you're already like taking these steps and trying to roll back these um, things in anticipation of getting your green new deal passed or whatever it is, but you're not taking care of it on the back end. Right. Like you're not you're not setting it up correctly. You're just no, we're not doing this anymore. I don't care that we don't have the ability or the um, the yeah, I guess the ability or the technology to do this right now at a at cost. Um, but we're gonna fucking do it anyway. So fuck you. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. You almost like make decisions on the outcome without it's the ideal taking the steps. So it's like, all right, well, <coughs> gas powered cars bad. So, all right, so what should we do? Ban them. It's like, no, what you should do is make sure that production is high, make sure that there's charging stations enough anywhere, make sure you can get rid of those fucking batteries, make sure you can make the batteries. Like, yeah, and it's cost effective. Like, like, that's what all of those things, like, you got to do 25 things before you can ba get, right. uh, ban the gas cars. But it's yeah. like, it's almost like the, the, like, like, fallacious. Is that like a fallacy? Like, whatever. Fellatio. The fellatio <laughs> way of thinking. The fellatio way of thinking where it's like some people like in business, they're like, oh, well, you know, if I uh, if I had to make all this money, I would, but I don't have to make it. It's like, what the fuck yeah. does that mean? Like yeah. and people are like, well, if I if I have this, like if I have these big bills in this big building and whatever, it's like it'll it'll really force me to have to make the money. It's like, no, it's going to really force you into fucking debt. Yeah. That's what it's going to fucking yeah. do. <laughs> but it's like that same idea where it's like 
they just go for the end result and then be like, yeah, we'll we'll get there. We, we, now we have a deadline. Now we have something to work towards. It's like, you guys are so fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. It it really is. It is. It's all of that. It's people being stupid. It's putting the cart way the fuck before the horse. And you're literally doing nothing other than setting yourself up for failure. And then you can then, I suppose, turn around at a later date and be like, point the finger and be like, I told you so. Like, like, uh, oh, or like, you know, point the finger and be like, oh, you guys are just gas shills or, you know, like shit like yeah. that. Or like, if you oh. had been more on board with this, it would have been able to work. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, because we passed the legislation, we tried. Yeah, it's like, this will fail. And then they'll yeah. be like, oh, the fucking Republicans didn't, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. People are fucking, people are really fucking dumb. I feel like I've been dominating the conversation here. Bob, what do you got going on? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know what I have going on. I got yeah, there, there hasn't been like a lot really going on like in, in the world other than like, obviously like the Twitter files, but like, I feel, well, maybe it's just because I've been so fucking busy with work in the last week, but like, I haven't, heard really much of anything other than the twitter files mm. in the last like week well see the only thing that the only thing that's kind of going on that i keep track of is the what's happening with sports betting in massachusetts and nothing's happening yeah they, they keep they keep meeting and not doing anything it's fucking incredible yeah like other than that i mean elections are over holidays are coming it's kind of like a I guess it's an in-between time. Are you guys asking for the new uh, Trump NFT cards? <laughs> are, we still doing, are we still doing shit like that? He just released them like the other day. Yeah. 99 bucks this, a piece or something. He came out and said, I have a major announcement. Major announcement. On did you, whatever. Did you December watch December 14th. No, I didn't. Oh, my God. Uh, I might have actually. Oh, my I, God. Well, I, I think I might have saw it on Instagram. Um. It was like him as like Superman. Yeah, with the yeah. lasers coming out of his eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, there was like this whole thing. Oh, I have a major announcement on December 14th. Major announcement. And everyone's like, oh, my God, he's going to run for president. All this stuff. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, I'm selling NFTs. And it's like, wow, dude, like talk about his poor timing. Like the crypto market literally just fucking crumbled like six weeks ago. And like now you're gonna come out and say you're making NFTs. Like the, NFTs were were so 2021. He's like. so what what I think has happened with him. I mean, he's he's become such a even for him, he's become like such a caricature of himself. It's yeah. almost like before he does anything. I mean, it, it was that was part of like the draw to him was that he's so like just fucking wild and um is very off the cuff and doesn't like kind of like doesn't think before he, he talks but now it's almost like uh you can almost see himself asking himself like what would donald trump do here you know what i yeah. mean like it's, yeah it's yeah just yeah like, <laughs> just, like it's almost like it's so forced now it doesn't seem i don't know man that's just maybe he, he was just out of the spotlight for so long and now he's kind of back in it and and i don't know he's just he doesn't seem to have the same um 
just kind of like that the the Trump magic that he had. Not that I'm again, not that I'm a Trump fan, but um, it just it seems like it's so forced and so like regurgitated now. It's like he's it's like he's playing himself. Yeah, yeah, he, he I definitely see that he he is he's he has become a caricature of himself. Yep. And I think everyone's starting to get more and more fed yeah. up with him too. I think on? most people are all <laughs> set with him actually. Um I actually saw this in my email the other day um from the Roca news. It says that uh Ron DeSantis leads Donald Trump for the Republican presidential nomination. So um Oh, I guess he already announced. Trump already announced yeah, he did. he's going to run did. in 2024. Um, DeSantis hasn't yet. So Trump already announced he's running. DeSantis hasn't announced yet whether or not he's running. But 52% of likely Republican voters. So this isn't just Republicans. First, they asked them, would you vote in the primary? And if they said yes, 52% of those people would vote for Ron DeSantis versus 38% would vote for Trump. <laughs> and that was in the Wall Street Journal. Yeah. And a USA Today poll had 56% in favor of DeSantis and 33% in Trump. So DeSantis has not even declared yet. And he's polling 20 points higher than Trump. People are all set with him. Yeah, they don't so I move on. on him. Yeah, and we just wait. One, have to one, move on. And once DeSantis does announce his run, Trump's going to go fucking nuclear again, and that'll be the end of that. It'll be it'll be sixty and twenty seven. Yeah, yeah. I think the uh, the time of ridiculous politics has gotten to the end. I think people had their fun in twenty sixteen, and then. 2020, obviously, the pendulum swung the other way. Um, and I think at this point, people are like, you know what? It's been eight years now since yep. we've had like a legitimate president. Like, I think we need to go back to having yes. like a real actual president. Let's right? settle the fuck down. Yeah, yeah. Because say what you want about Obama, right? Like I'm I'm not particularly fond of him. I don't think he got a lot done actually in his presidency, but I don't think he was a bad president either. But like all that aside, he was a fucking statesman. Like he was the type of dude that like when he stood at a podium, you were like, that's the fucking president of the United States. He was shaking hands with real people. Yes. <laughs> yeah he wasn't turning around trying to shake the hand of a guy that he already shook when he walked up to the podium and then looking for a ghost yeah. so um but yeah like you know what i mean like he was a legit like he carried himself as the president right like as all of the most of the presidents before him did like bush was very presidential although he people's he you know, say what you want. He was a little bit of a doofus, but like he was never, he wasn't like Trump or Biden, you know, Clinton, even though he liked to get blowies under his desk, like he was presidential, right? Like he carried himself well. Again, he wasn't like Trump or Biden. So it's like, I think people are ready to go back to like, just give me, I don't even give a shit if he's a piece of shit politician. Like, just give me a guy that's vanilla. 
because I'm all set with like the crazy guy one way and then the other guy that's crazy the other way and doesn't even know what day he is, day it is. <laughs> They're just different versions of incompetence, right? Like, yeah, so it'll be interesting to watch as it unfolds. Um, so with that, do you want to wrap this up? It's about that wrap time. Uh, do you have a final thought? I do. Um, so I just saw on Twitter, uh, we have a state rep from New Hampshire, uh, who's from, I think from the, like the Western part of the state, he's, he's got three new bills that he's trying to get co-sponsored. Um, one of them is to essentially shut down, uh, shut down, block the social emotional learning stuff that's going on in schools right now. There's another one that is trying to block the uh, use of digital currency. And his third one, which I think is the most interesting, is he is trying to get um, essentially wokeism um, classified as a religion. So he's got this like two and a half page bill that essentially lays out the similarities between religion and like Marxism. And it's fascinating to read it's very there's a lot of big words um i I'm, i will not say that i understood the entire thing um but it's interesting that there's somebody like he, this guy is uh obviously you know who james Lindsay is yeah okay so obviously big james Lindsay fan um yeah. because this is the stuff that james Lindsay has been saying like if you want to get rid of this woke culture you have to get it deemed a religion because then you can't you you can't have the state adopted religion of wokeism and then you can you know put it off with everybody else um right that's uh, a really that's a very interesting way to go about it but he says like so religion is a faith-based system with a particular worldview with roots in or um uh not roots in but like explanations in metaphysics of um what's that word i can't read it Oh, theories of knowledge, presum uh, presuppositions about nature of existence, reality, human experience, consciousness, and some explanation of like a utopian afterlife. Those are there's some more to it, but essentially, like all religions have variations of those things. Um, and he says Marxism is essentially like the dialectic explanation of all of those things. You break them into two pieces, and that's how Marxists explain things, I guess. Um, it's and so like the the ultimate goal in religion is to get to heaven, right? Like you behave a particular way, you follow these guidelines to get to this utopian, like heavenly space, whether it's heaven, whether it's the 72 versions, whatever it is, all sorts of like variations of this. And the way that the Marxists interpret this is like, if we could just get rid of X, then we will be a more utopian society. So if we could just get rid of transphobia, if we could just get rid of toxic masculinity, if we just get rid of racism, we will end up in this utopian society. Hmm. Um, and they tell their own version of history through this, like this critical lens of everything. Um, using conflict theory 
So like it's always the Marxists, it's always about the oppressors and the oppressed. And they're telling their version of history through that lens. Um, and it also, like religion, there's no free will, or at least the religions that I'm familiar with, it's all faith-based and oh God wants wants this and this is God's plan for you and everything. Um, and so what the Marxists do is that they they smash that idea of free will because you are who you are, either based on your privilege or your whatever intersectionality you choose to identify as. So you are a cisgendered white male. You obviously are a privileged person. You are one of the oppressors, whereas somebody else who does not meet those qualifications and standards, uh, not standards, I'm the right word, but like those, those identities is going to be oppressed by you. There's the power right. structure and all hierarchies are bad and all that shit. Yeah. Um, and then they have this same sort of concept. There's a whole bunch of shit. I just kind of picked off some of the more interesting ones that I thought this concept in religion that like religion was used and is still used to explain things that were unexplainable in science. Um, so you have like Jesus walking on water and Jesus turning water to wine. Like those are not things that can actually happen. No, um, those definitely happened. Right. Sure. <laughs> uh, immaculate conception, all these fun things. Yeah. Um, that also definitely but, happened. But now we're at Dude, a point where Holy we're ghost. Yeah. Um, but now we're at a point where like, we're going, <laughs> what's a woman? You know what I mean? Like just yeah. this, this, we can't even we can't even use science to explain the things that have been explained for I don't know how long it's been since we've known the difference between a man and a woman, but like it's just all these and, and it's like I said, it's a very interesting read. Um, but it, it it's to me like I've been following James Lindsay for a long time, um, and sort of like I've I've got one of his books. He's got a new book coming out, um, and I follow him and and listen to his lectures. I've spent probably. 50 to 75 hours just listening to him talk about this stuff and it's interesting now to see it in practice with an actual politician who's trying to like we're taking a step in at least i'm not saying it's the right direction but it's a direction to say right. hey wait a second this is a fucking problem and uh we need to like address this because you know we are adopting this is what i'm saying i'm seeing all these articles in the newspaper and if you know what to look for it's everywhere yeah so he's already in office Yes, he's a he's a congressperson. Uh, is he, state rep, so sorry, he sorry, state rep? So he proposed these bills like to the. So floor? he's trying to get a co-sponsor. So okay. he just posted it on Twitter, and um, one of the guys that shared it was you know all the uh, band Bob uh, all that remains. Yep. So Phil Labonte is a New Hampshire resident, and Phil like shared it. That's how I saw it. Yeah. Um, and then I, I actually tagged Dan Holloway in the post. So I think he'd find it interesting. And then Phil liked my tag of Dan in the tweet anyways um <laughs> but phil is like super libertarian fucking yeah um but it's just uh it's interesting and we'll see so that's cool i mean it's not, mean, it's, it's, it's cool not gonna go anywhere we have but... a congressman that's actually willing to you know kind of put his balls on the table yep and be like we need to do something to fix this yep. like you said it's it's a direction right like it's, it's a, at yes. least yeah you know like it's something it's not someone that's just kind of like yeah i'm gonna work here for the next four to you know, 12 years and collect my paycheck and then go work for a private company that paid me yep. as a lobby, as a lobbyist. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's refreshing at least to hear that yep. he's trying to do something with his job. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I know it's not really a final thought, but just, I thought it was interesting. And uh, 
kind of feeds into the stuff we were talking about before. Yeah. All right. Bob, you got a final thought? Yeah. So uh, I know I told you when you were over yesterday. So yesterday morning, Michaela gets an email from our condo association. And the way our – where we live is structured, it's like – it's not exactly like an apartment complex. It's not exactly townhouses. There's a main building with condos. There are four townhouses attached to it. And then there is a standalone house by us. And then there's another structure. I think there's one more standalone house and then like another structure that might be condoed. So it used to be a monastery and that's why it's all fucked up. So it's not just like one building when you pull in the driveway. So it's like, it's like all this random shit. You live in an old monastery? Yes. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> so we get an email out that there was, the a, there was a hunter on the property. This is from one of the, from one of the residents. There was a hunter on, on the property, full camo, you know, whatever gun, don't know. And the hunter drew on her dog who was out like taking a shit until she like yelled over to him like what the fuck are you doing whatever and he's like oh yeah i'm tracking a deer through here you know there was there's there's blood in the grass and i guess he kind of just like made his way and then eventually she filed a police report um so i don't have all the details it was just an email so she um Cause she emailed over and was just like, Oh, I just want to let everyone know. There was like, this is, this is what happened. She's saying that the hunter pointed his gun at her dog. Yep. That didn't happen. <laughs> so hundred percent didn't happen. Now some, some facts of the case. Cause a lot of this doesn't make any sense. Number one, this is a black lab, probably under two years old. Not. So there's a black lab and there's a fucking deer, right? Yeah. <laughs> they don't fucking look alike. No. Nope. They have that both of them have four legs. <laughs> a torso and a head. Yep. I'll give you that. Um one of them stands at about two feet. One of them stands at about five feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one I'm thinking here. Why was this hunter? Why did he draw on a dog? So, Chris, as you say, now I'm not a hunter. I don't know anyone who who hunts. I understand that. Um, so, th I guess here's the other side of it. So, when we're in Vermont, they're all golden doodles. So, they're all the same color as a deer, effectively. And they wear the vest because they see movement. They think the hunter could potentially shoot whatever. It's just a safety precaution. So they wear the vests up there. I can understand why they wear the vests. But if a hunter sees a dog, they're not good. I don't I don't think they're going to shoot a dog. This lady like 50 something years old. <laughs> Probably 50 something, 60 something. Yeah. Yeah. Old white so, women are the fucking cause of yeah. all the problems in the world. So. I don't think I, so I want like, to be fair, I don't think this guy drew on the dog. Cause the other thing too, is you, the, the way the email read or the way at least I read it was that he was drawn on the dog, like, like ready, ready to shoot. And then she had enough time to stop him 
from shooting. It's like, no. If he was going to shoot that dog because he thought it was a deer, he would have shot that dog. This is absolutely a fucking made up story. None <laughs> of this is true. This lady saw a hunter and got freaked out because she doesn't like guns and decided to call the police. So, and yep. that will, and that's, and that's what I'm, so that the other thing too is like what I'm trying to figure out is it doesn't make sense that a hunter would draw in a resident. He is in a residence. Like yeah. in in one, and like you can I, very clearly see yeah. like home structures, buildings. Yes, yeah. And, and the only thing I'm confused at is where he really came from, because it's not that like we're not sur- we're surrounded by streets. And yeah, my question is also how many other complaints has this woman filed? Because this is not the first one. Um, that I don't know because yeah. I think they're I think they're fairly new to the oh. um to the place because I remember and this will not be the last one you were going to hear more from this one. <laughs> Ask me if I've done this before, right? Yeah. We played this game. Yeah, it's almost like that's your job, right? <laughs> I don't know this woman from a fucking hole in the wall. This never happened. None of this happened. Well, so, so when I, when I first heard the story last night, I was I was asking the questions like my first thought was, was it actually a hunter? And I was like, do you know, like, were they wearing like blaze orange and in camo or was it like some dude in like jeans and a T-shirt? And this was because like, that's not a hunter. That's like a fucking psycho person. Yeah, that's like so it's like one or the other things has to be true, right? Like if it was yeah. a hunter, he didn't fucking draw on the dog. But if it was like a dude in a fucking t-shirt and jeans, I don't know, maybe he could have. Yeah. But like, because he's not a hunter. <laughs> yeah. You know, so you wouldn't describe that person as a hunter, though. You know what no, I mean? You like, there's right. A, yeah. Right. Right. You'd be um, like, some psycho is in the woods. Yeah. This is <laughs> yes. a gun. This is all and that's, fake. And that's one you don't send the email out first. You did she send the email like collectively to everyone in the condo association? Yeah. So yep. she sent that out to as all a of warning us. to everyone, like, like, hey, I saw this hunter. Yep. Yeah, yep. this is fake. Like, this is what I saw. A hundred percent not real. So, and then <laughs> I'm a, like, put I'm a stamp s- on it. And it's like, we, so we do have deer on the property, but again, no one's stupid enough to fucking bring a rifle Dude, or a the shotgun. Amount of fucking hassle that you Massachusetts residents have to go through to get a gun to even be able to like walk around and not get shot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's no way this happened. No, because yeah. it's also, well, it's also not deer season anymore here. Deer season closed on the 10th. But then people, obviously people Is go. Is it turkey they, season though? Um, I don't know. Yeah. But again, he said he was tracking a deer or <laughs> the late, the lady sent the email saying he was tracking a deer. Yeah. So what's he's drawn, drawn down. This is the story. <laughs> Sees the dog, draws down on the dog with his rifle has some conversation with the lady and then says, oh, I'm tracking a deer as, as she's yelling at him to no, <laughs> don't shoot my dog. Is that what happened? That's what she's saying. Effectively. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it definitely happened. All right. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out like what the fuck exactly went on here. <laughs> Nothing. Cause I, cause I had stay away from that lady. Cause that's going to yeah. be a problem for you. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I, I tried not to like talk to anybody. Like, I don't want anyone knowing anything about me. I don't want anyone <laughs> talking to me, nothing. But the only thing is now it's like when I, when I walk Leo outside, um, 
then like the if the dogs are running around, like I'll let them run around. And then it's always like, oh, what what what's he again? It's like shit. What time of day was this? Do you know? Early morning. Okay. So I think I was at work when she emailed me. So or when uh Michaela texted me the screenshot. So probably happened around seven, seven thirty. So that's the other thing too, like what you had just said was hunters are the some of the most like law abiding people that there are now there's going to be others there's going to be scumbags (laughs) everywhere just because people are the fucking worst but like if you want to talk about like a population of people that are not going to do stupid shit with guns uh it's hunters right like they're very like respectful of their craft and like they do what they do like hunters don't just go around shooting dogs and then like some people like oh well maybe it came down from blue hills and it's like so you're telling me that a hunter in full camo came down 138 like what gun latched over his shoulder and no one saw that no one yeah. saw the man walking down this main road just to end up on our property to draw on your dog i don't know was this like a uh, oh well i guess it went to michaela's email but do you yeah. know if it was like a uh, reply all situation where like it turned into like a, th- a thread where people might like, have been oh my god I yeah, can't that's, believe- yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I yeah i'd so. like to see the facebook post on that as well because <laughs> <laughs> she definitely posted that on facebook <laughs> Yeah. I'm I am very curious to to know the resolution of this. There won't be one. No, no, but I'm just saying, like, if there's any sort of like oh yeah, if there's any if there's any more, it's like yeah. yeah. The other thing too, she's like, oh, I, I filed a police report. No, you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so curious. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's people, that's people for you. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm telling you right now, um, there will be more problems with this lady. I guarantee you 100%. This is not the last time you're going to hear from her. There's going to be some other incident that she's involved with. And it's going to be someone like, um, like approaches her at her car and like tries yeah. to kidnap her or like just some other bullshit. Or and then she's going to what's, or she's going to think that people are targeting her. Like people are going to like leave shit on her door uh, yeah. or her doorstep or something. Just pay attention. This is, this is just my prediction. This is what's going to happen. Like I said, it's almost like you deal with this shit you know? all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. This is not the last time you've heard from this woman. What's <laughs> her name like fucking Candace or something? I don't even know. Uh, that's Quite that's good Cheryl. too. 50, 60 year old white woman. You just nailed the demo right out of the gate too. A hundred percent. Actually, can I, I sketch I, her out for you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, I yell at my mother all the time. My mother's in her seventies now, but I'm like, you realize you people are the fucking cause of like everything bad in this world. Just fucking <laughs> old white women. <laughs> just whine about everything. <laughs> Yeah, I said my mom made a comment about something uh, around like Thanksgiving. She was like something about uh, commercials or like all there's only like they own. Oh, it was like TV shows and commercials now are only all black casts. 
She's like, why? Like, why is it only all black people now on TV? And I was like, well, one, you sound super racist when you say that. So I hope you don't say that in public. Uh, and two, like, first of all, mom, check your privilege. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was like, it, I was like, you're you sound like a fucking old white woman, like complaining you sound like an idiot because, yeah, you know that it, you know that isn't it. Yeah, yeah. Like, all right. Well, I'm not. I was like, I'm not having this conversation. I, I literally just said, like, I said exactly what I said there. I was like, that makes you sound super racist. So I hope you don't say that in public. <laughs> um. All right. So my final thought. Um. It's a re- relatively quick one. I finally saw Top Gun two, uh, like two weeks ago now, and holy fucking shit, that was really freedom good. boner. It was really good. Yeah. Have you seen it? I've not seen it yet. Um, Dads, have you seen it? No, I um, I never actually remembered the first one. So I never was really super motivated to watch the second one. Yeah. So I I re I rewatched the first one because Amy had never seen it. So we yeah. watched the first one, I don't know, maybe like two months ago. Um, and we were like, oh, we have to watch the second one now. We're going to watch it. And then it left the theaters and then we didn't watch it. And then we, I rented it on Amazon. It was like five bucks or whatever. But like I said, we finally watched it two weeks ago. It was really fucking good. Miles Teller is in it. He, he's fantastic. I love Miles Teller. I think he's he's phenomenal. He gets a bad rap um, because he's not a Hollywood conformist. He's, you know, publicly been a little bit conservative. Like, you know what I mean? Like he doesn't do like the... He's the Chris Pratt. Yeah, he's, he is very much like Chris Pratt. Yeah. Um, so he gets passed over for a lot of things but it's it's just politics basically and it's fucked up because he's phenomenal um dude tom cruise he's still got it he's fucking weird he's creepy scientology he probably drinks baby blood and all that shit but like the guy can fucking act like he is he is something else um there was like a a weird they did something i'm not i'm not gonna spoil it but like they did something really weird with Iceman, um, but Val Kilmer, oh, his, his, ca- his character, um, that I was like, did they make him have a stroke? Because that's what he looks like. Kind of. Yeah, <laughs> there's some there's they give him like weird, like health issues. Yeah. And I'm like, I, you didn't need side that. Effects. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't need to. Uh, you didn't need to do that. Like, yeah, I just felt like it was a little bit of a stretch for like the whole, like what the movie was. Um, so, well, we know of, he looks like shit. So let's address this. Yeah. You didn't yeah. need to. You could have just let it go. No. And yeah. You would just sit I, here and be like, hey, he looks like shit. I was so disappointed. Um, the other day I made a Days of Thunder joke in a room full of people that are all younger than me. And no one got the joke. I was like, oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> one of my favorite movies. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but. Just uh, so I, yeah, that's one I watched. I feel like I watched it in college and that was like the first, the first time I ever saw oh, it. Was, it was one of the ones of like the five movies that my brother and I had on repeat when we were growing up. <laughs> yeah. Fucking classic. Um, That's the, it's like a race car, right? He's a race car like, driver. The 
yeah, he's a fucking race car driver. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cole Trickle, buddy, get the fuck out of here. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, like I said, I I haven't I watched it in college for the first time ever, and I probably haven't watched it since. Dude, is Val Kilmer in that one too? He might be. Fuck. Is he also a Scientologist? Are they boys? I don't know. Because he's need not to, drinking the same I'm sorry, I'm that Tom do, Cruise is drinking. I don't mean to steal your... Uh... <laughs> Man, I feel like... Who the fuck is... Um, no, Robert Duvall. Randy oh, Carrie Elwes. That's what it is. It's the dude from... Um, that's what I was thinking of. Uh, the dude from Princess Bride is in it. <clears throat> oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. that's the guy. Does look a little bit like that. Yeah, I, say, I, I, had a, that. I had a moment there. Yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, yeah, Top Gun two, uh, definitely worth the uh, the five dollars to rent it on Amazon. Uh, it's 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 a solid fucking Noted. watch. Yeah. There's at one point where like the movie could have ended, but they continued on for like another half hour, but like it worked. I mean, there was. It, when you watch it, you'll you'll know because that like things happen and you're like, wow, like that's how the movie's gonna end. And then like the sc- the screen cuts to black, but then there's like another thirty minutes of movie. But the, like I said, that it's not like a holy shit, this movie should have ended a half hour ago. It's like okay, this this is still pretty good. Is the soundtrack comparable to the first one? Uh, it's basically the same. Really? There's so. <laughs> Do they drag they, K-Log out of... Uh... So, yeah, so so they did a little bit of Letterkenny humor um, where it's literally the same exact situation from the first movie. Is there another that, volleyball scene? Yes, there yeah, is. Okay. Yeah, so like there's a, a lot of it is like literally the same fucking movie. Yeah. That but, might piss me off. I don't like when they do shit like that. But it's it's actually pretty good. Like it's funny. It's I enjoy shit like that. Like I enjoyed Letter Kenny and and I think it's um I think it's like a subtle like joke, right? That maybe like the directors and the writers like when they did it. Um That's a Canadian show, right? Yeah, yeah. Hey. Yeah, the Letter Kenny show. Um but yeah, it's it's good. But like I said, when you watch if you watch Top Gun and then immediately watch Top Gun 2, you're going to be like, this is like the same fucking scene. Mm. <laughs> but so yeah, the sound, like I said, the soundtrack's the same. They they play Kenny Loggins. So, I mean, you can't have that movie and not play Kenny. Log- no. That would be like no, making a new Rocky and not putting Eye of the Tiger in it. Yeah. Like it, it's that's that's fine. It has to be in it. So. Uh, yeah, so that is yeah. going to do it for us. We'll have to get together again. We have the uh, we got the 2023 death pool. Um, yeah, to participate in again. So. Yeah, yeah, that's coming up. We are almost done with December. Fairly shortly. Yeah, we'll have to rally the troops. <laughs> I know you should get like, not that I'm telling you how to run your shit, but um, like we had a few people on last year for that, right? There was like four yeah, there was like us. five of us. Yeah, there's yeah. there should be the same. Yeah. <laughs> that's fun that's a good that's a good show i think we um we did terribly this year yeah, yeah. i don't like for having for having five people like five chances at it i think we did absolutely fun. yeah we nobody got kirstie alley yeah have we hit yeah. anything this year i don't think so uh i don't think so the girl christine mcvee passed away 
Yeah, you had you had Joe Rogan, Machine Gun Kelly, and Ringo oh, Starr. Yeah. That's right. Um, Mike had Queen Elizabeth, so I guess that technically hit. Uh, we allowed it. I think someone did it the year prior, but Mike wasn't part of that the year yeah, prior. So yeah. we, so he hit that. Um, he also had Antonio Brown, Jimmy Carter, and Jake Paul. Is Antonio Brown speaking of? Has he been fucking arrested yet, or is he still having a standoff in his fucking house? Yeah, <laughs> that was wild. <laughs> that was the same day as Kanye. Yeah, no one was talking about Antonio Brown because Kanye was so fucking nuts. Um. Jones had Marv Albert, Judge Judy, Bob Dylan, Howard Stern. Judge none of Judy. them. None of them kicked. Uh, Bob, you had Henry Kissinger, Marsha Hunt, the Road Dog, Jesse James, and Kanye. You had like Ooh. that was that's a sleeper pick, man. Um, Who and knew? then I had uh, Tony Bennett, Maggie Smith, Lamar Odom, and Noam Chomsky. Did Noam Chomsky die? No, no. Did Tony, Tony Bennett, Bennett die? Tony, I don't. I don't know did did he die man he's like 96 i also forgot that i took two fucking old people they, yeah no they, tony they, bennett they, is still alive he is still 96 alive. years old mm. he'll die next year <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah i took maggie smith who was professor mcgonagall and harry potter and then robbie coltrane was- died who was Hagrid and Harry. I picked the wrong fucking person from the Harry Potter well, You series. still got however many days left here. Was yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 13 days left here. Well, Kissinger's still alive. They're, these people are both going to die on fucking January 1st. <laughs> uh... Oh, Marsha Hunt's dead. Let's fucking go. Oh, you hit. She died on September 7th, 104 I, years old. Who is that? I don't know. 104? You picked a 104-year-old lady? <laughs> There's no victory lap on that one. <laughs> we didn't even know she died. Who is yeah. it? I don't know who that is. She was an actress. In what? Casablanca? Uh, like, what the fuck was she in? Silent films? <laughs> uh, Born, Born to the West, Pride and Prejudice. Nope. Kid Glove Killer, Cry Havoc. These aren't real movies. Human Comedy, <laughs> Happy Time, Johnny Got His Gun. Oh. I mean, she also was an actress for 80 years, so. Yeah, that's... Johnny Got His Gun is the uh, movie that... Um, or at least I, I believe so. No, don't listen to me. Fuck me, I don't know. Never mind. Disregard. <laughs> Yeah, she, right. st- she started no, I, she I she started doing this. movies in 1935, and her last like actual movie was 2008. Wow. No, I'm right. Yeah, it's the fucking that's the movie that uh, Metallica pulled all the scenes from for their one video. Oh, where the dude like is yeah. gets all of his limbs blown off and he's yep. still conscious but he can't fucking uh... do anything. Yeah. But yep. he's still aware of all things that are happening to him. Yep. Anyways, I read that book. Hmm. Sorry. Let me do that. Right. No, no, we're good. We're good. Um, so where was I? Did I say anything yet about Top Gun? Follow us, subscribe us, <laughs> subscribe yep. to us, like, rate, review, give us a thumbs Sponsors. up. Sponsors. Um, 
Yeah, well, well, we love our sponsors, uh, mybookie.com. Use the promo code SarcasmPod when you sign up to double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. They're pretty awesome. Uh, I took some money from them this weekend, uh, thanks to the Raiders and the Pats game. Um, you can also go to grillyourassoff.com. Use the same promo code SarcasmPod to get 15% off your order every single time you check out. Uh, they're great. I use them almost every single time I cook. Uh, they got all kinds of other cool shit there that you can get, uh, 15% off of, you can get us on Instagram at sarcasm speaks pod. Uh, we're on the Twitter sphere at sarcasm underscore speaks, uh, Facebook page is just sarcasm speaks website, sarcasm speaks.com. Go buy some merch and get our logo. You can get literally anything you want with our logo on it. Um, I think that's it until oh, real quick. Time. Yeah. Can you see my shirt? It's just for you, buddy. <laughs> that's not true <laughs> uh, until next time good night everybody see you guys